Hello, NAFI members and flight instructors. This is John Niehaus, Director of Program Development for the National Association of Flight Instructors. I'd like to welcome you to another episode to the NAFI More Right Rudder podcast, the podcast for flight instructors on the go. Now, today's a special episode because I have a guest, a new friend of mine, um, somebody who, when she volunteered for a briefing room episode, she didn't realize that uh, I was going to get her to do more. Um, Elizabeth Volgamore, NAFI member, flight instructor, and uh, teacher extraordinaire. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm super excited to be a member of NAFI um, and all the good things that you do for the industry. So thank you. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, after the briefing room episode was over, um, you and I got to talking about a idea that you'd been thinking about for a while. And uh, um, I thought that uh, this would be a great opportunity for us to sort of share with the world as the idea starts to fully form and, and uh, maybe we can even uh, ask the, the instructor hive mind for some help. So Elizabeth, what's your yes. idea and uh, what, are, what are you doing with it? I've been working on a project for uh, personal minimums for students specifically. Um, I see a lot of times um, in students, I'll talk about students first, and then I'll also talk about like um, somebody that's possibly coming to me for a biennial flight review. Um, so I, I think as instructors, we have this huge opportunity to, to develop a culture of safety, um, implementing risk, man risk management tools specifically. Um, and oftentimes I know that as the student progresses into their flight training, they are, uh, their risk assessment starts to become less on us as instructors and more on them as individuals and as pilot in command. Um, so my thought is, um, just talking with you, you, John, about your platform and what you use um, for flight safety and flight assessment. Um, implementing something like that into the flight training atmosphere. Yeah, and and for those that don't know, FRAT stands for uh, Flight Risk Analysis Tool, and we use it in the my other world, the the 135 world, and, and even a little bit in the 121 world, where you the way it works is is you think about the different things that are going on for the day, right? How much sleep you got. Uh, when your last recurrent training was, um, you know, how long is your day going to be, what kind of terrain or weather are you going to be dealing with? And all of that adds up to a score that helps you determine a go, no go decision. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what, uh, what exactly do you envision that to be in the flight training or even in the just sort of part, uh, 61 environment? Um, so what I'm really looking for is to develop either an app or an actual paper form for right now. Um, ideally, it would be an app that would include known risks, um, some of our risks that we know are that exist, um, and then also adding in pilot variables. So when we talk about variables, we're talking um, recency, currency, and um, comfort level. So mm -hmm. the comfort level is huge to me because I have my own comfort levels. Have I flown within 90 days, you know, or how many hours have I flown? Um, how comfortable do I feel in airspace or terrain? Um, how comfortable am I in emergency situations? Um, so I even evaluate myself on these same things. Um, and what I'm really hoping to develop is something standardized enough that I can use it from 
hour zero until basically your entire career. So um, with that being said, it would often change. Your comfort level will change based on um, recency, currency, possible training that you've received. Um, and as you build hours, all of these things kind of play into that. Um, as a student pilot, hours zero through 10, you're likely to have a lot more risk associated with the fact that you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and then as you build hours, as you build skill, your skill envelope will change. Um, so the thought behind it is to have something, um, a baseline of some kind with a score that would help you decide if the flight that you are going to be taking is um, a go or no go situation. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's funny, one of the new PDP courses that came out with the last round of five was done by our new chairperson, uh, uh, Karen Kalashak. And her course was called Teaching Pilot in Command, basically sort of teaching that attitude from the very beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that this plays into that because so often, and you mentioned this the last time we spoke, so often the, the students will lean on the instructor and say, well, what do you think? Should I go? Should I not go? Is it, is it safe? Is it not safe? And somehow we've got to get them to, to make that decision. Now, flight instructors have done that for, for years and years, but it's still hard, right? And, and we mm -hmm. can't always be there for them after they have sort of uh, flown away from the nest. So a tool like this might be a great sort of substitute for um, sort of the, the ask an instructor, should I go? And, and sometimes the hardest thing in the world is deciding not to go. Um, and that's hard for experienced pilots. It's, it's hard for inexperienced pilots. So anything that helps in that decision-making process, I think is a good thing. I, I completely agree. So one of the things that I've noticed is um, students are similar to snowflakes, right? You, there's no two that are alike. Mm -hmm. So what one considers a risk um, may not be to another. And, and that has a lot to do with their personality. You know, there's some that are just more willing to take a risk. Um, so with this development, um, it would help standardize. Okay, so these are the known risks again, but then also have those variables just to help them operate. And what I call it is their skill envelope, similar to like operating within center of gravity. Like they understand that they should be in this skill envelope. Are they operating with where they're most effective and most safe um, as a pilot? And some days you may have a different acceptance of risk than other days. So something like this sort of standardizes that on a day-by-day -day basis where you may have an attitude shift that you just don't realize. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, sleep has a lot to do with that. Um, your length of day. Um, there's so many different factors. Um, are you on medications? Haven't felt well? Um, there's, there's a lot of variables that come into play when it talks about mitigating risk. Um, and so really what we're looking for is more just some feedback on what it looks like to develop um, a risk management tool for uh, students zero to 10 hours. And then we're going to just keep building up to possibly about 200 hours. Um, and then maybe even going further than that. So at the moment, what we're really most passionate about is finding something that we can use um, through our flight training, um, starting from the very beginning, um, showing them what these risks are and how to mitigate. And then also being okay with I'm not going to fly today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you know, and and one of my favorite things uh, working for NAFI is just the idea that we can help instructors like you um, work on your ideas because we can't do everything, but our instructors are amazing <laughs> and you guys I do awesome things. And so if there's even small ways that we can contribute towards making your ideas successful, um, that's something that we really want to do. And so, uh, like I said before, I like to sort of tap into the CFI hive mind, our listeners, our members, and have them contribute to uh, things like this. And I think one of the things that, uh, that you had mentioned to me was the idea of trying to figure out what goes on something like this, because you can't have everything because it becomes too right. cumbersome and people don't do it. So you're trying to kind of boil the ideas of what would be on here into a very short list. And I know you've got some things already figured out, um, but, uh, you know, we'd like to ask the, the community, A, like you mentioned, is there something already out there that people are using that maybe we just don't know about? But additionally, if there is or isn't, as we pursue something like this, what should be included? And uh, if, if anybody has ideas that's listening, NAFI member or otherwise, um, we'd love to have you send it to our email address here at NAFI at NAFINet.org. Um, and I'll make sure that anything that comes to that email inbox gets to Elizabeth so that uh, we can help her uh, pursue this idea, because I think it's definitely worthwhile. And I absolutely commend you for for bringing this up and and being brave enough to come on a, a, a <laughs> podcast like this to talk about it. I know that's hard. Well, thank you for having me. So um, this is great. And uh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And uh, again, Email us at naffy at naffynet.org. If you're not a member and you'd like to be, um, feel free to join at uh, naffynet, N-A-F-I-N-E-T dot O-R-G. And uh, we'd love to welcome you to the family. So anyways, Elizabeth, thank you so much. And uh, we'll hopefully be getting you some information soon. Thank you. 